What time is it? Everybody, what time is it? There's no time like island time. Nobody is ahead, nobody's behind. Everything's fine on island time. And you'll be living on island time. Caribbean breezes blow through my mind. With sand meets sea, that's where you'll find me. Oh, just living on island time. I'm living on island time I may be late, but you know I'm trying To make the best of an uphill climb There's just so much I can do to make it through I'm living on island time Being laid back is my only crime Trying to find a little peace of mind Living on island time Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Island Time Radio Show from the campus of Baldwin-Wallace University on the north coast of America. These are the, t- I always tell Karen, these are the tough island times where you got to haul yourself in here when it's 28 degrees. <laughs> it's always simple and easy in July and August, but uh, you try January or February around here. Anyway, we're going to have a fun show tonight. We've been uh, planning this one for a while. We've got Jerry Gontang, one of the founding fathers of Trap Rock, is going to join us from Stars on the Water. We were afraid he wasn't going to be able to call because of uh, you just heard it on the uh, AP News about the mudslides and the storms out in California. And and we're still not 100% sure the phone call is going to remain on the line. But uh, I just did talk to Jerry, and we will be uh, talking to him shortly. And our buddy from Putin Bay, Ray Fogg, is going to be checking in in this hour as well. So let's get to things. This is a brand-new cut from the brand-new Brent Burns album, which is called Lots of Beaches to Go. And uh, you got to love this title. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> Starting things off tonight on Island Time. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. Money's not everything I've heard it said But there's a reason They call it bread Digging a ditch Driving a truck Twenty bucks Is twenty bucks He was waving twenty dollars Everyone could see He hollered brown girl Just playing for me That's a song I hate playing, but, um, you know, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I'm not a musical prostitute. You got an Andrew Jackson? Well, I'll jump through your hoop. Dance over to the tip jar with your two song bucks. Cause 20 bucks is 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. We all do things we don't want to do. I know I have. I'll bet you have to. Once I pose for a calendar, 
rendezvous But it's safer than most things that lovers can do Well, stories have endings, fantasies fade And the guard by the door starts drawing the shade So write your own ending and hope it comes true For the lovers and strangers on Bay Avenue Love in the library, quiet and cool Love in the library, there are no rules Surrounded by stories, surreal and sublime One thing in my life that's missing It's the time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water There's lots of those friendly people They're showing me ways to go But I never want to lose their inspiration Special feeling when you're out on the sea alone, staring at the full moon like a lover. Change. 
times I don't care I know it may sound selfish But let me breathe the air That's missing It's a time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water It's kind of a special feeling Out on the sea alone Staring at the full moon Like a lover I really like that take on uh, Little River Band. I love that. Cool change from Stars on the Water, featuring, of course, Jerry Gontang, our special live interview here tonight in the first hour. He's coming up here momentarily. We had Jimmy Buffett, Love in the Library, and Brent Burns starting things off with 20 bucks. His 20 bucks, baby. DK on duty, Dennis King on duty. From the campus of Baldwin and Wallace University, like I said, in our brand new studios. We've been in here now for three, four months. We're breaking it in pretty well now. And uh, we we have Jerry Gontang on the line. We were worried about the uh, weather, so hopefully uh, that phone line will hang with us for a few minutes. And later on this hour, we'll talk to Ray Fogg from uh, Putin Bay. He's got some exciting things coming up as well. We're going to take a very quick break. Linda Robb will join us on the phone, and we'll do all that for you. Right after this on Island Time tonight. It's time again for the Trop Rock Music Event of the Year. March 1st through the 5th at Whiskey Joe's in Tampa, Florida. It's Music on the Bay. Music on the Bay is a -a one-of-a-kind Trop Rock Music Festival. This fantastic event is jam-packed with Trop Rock Music Award winners and nominees from all over the country. The event is in its 11th year and held at Whiskey Joe's Barefoot Beach Bar in Tampa, Florida. In 
10 years, Music on the Bay has raised over $450,000 to benefit Shriners Children Hospital of Florida. Listen to this lineup. Aubrey Wallet, Eric Erdman, Don Middlebrook, Jerry Diaz, Donnie Howard, Johnny Rustler, Drop Dead Dangerous, John Patty Project, Bryant Stoll, Jim Asbell, Donnie Brewer, The Boat Drunks, Reggie Starrett, Pirate Flag, a Kenny Chesney tribute, Sauce Boss, and much more. The 11th Annual Music on the Bay, March 1st through the 5th at Whiskey Joe's in Tampa, Florida. For more information, go to musiconthebay.org. That's musiconthebay.org. Get those fun tickets, get out of the cold weather, and see you there. Going over to Farmington, Minnesota. Talk to our co-interviewer, Linda. Rob, Linda, are you there? I am here. You got it right, Minnesota. I made Yay. sure I didn't say Wisconsin again. <laughs> Same deal. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I hear you got some snow. I was watching the weather earlier, and you got uh, no. We actually didn't get snow. We got rain, a ton of rain today, and oh, wow. the driveway is already like uh, you know an ice skating rink. So. Um, rain in January in Minnesota, as much as it sounds nice um, to melt the snow, it's not good because yeah. we're going to get cold temps and then it's going to freeze and right. it's already frozen. So yeah, <laughs> should yeah. be interesting. We kind of have not quite as bad, but similar issues going on. And uh, it snowed all weekend, and now we got rain, and it's it's a mess. But out in California, they got a whole different issue. That's right. We're going to bring on our. Uh, Special live interview tonight, uh, one of the founding fathers of trap rock music. He lives now in Northern California. Uh, it is Jerry Gontang of Stars on the Water. Jerry. Hi there. Hey, man. Welcome back to Island Time. Well, you know what? It's been way too long. And uh, and uh, thank you for keeping me updated with all of your podcasts or your, your, uh, your broadcasts because it's really cool listening to you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Say hi to your old friend Linda Robb is over here. I will. Hi, Linda. <laughs> hi, Jerry. How's it going? Yeah, yeah we're good, thanks. <laughs> we got a history mm-hmm. from way back then. It's been a long time since, yeah, I've seen you. I know. I know. Yeah, it feels like it's been even longer since I've been uh, out in the, that neck of the woods to uh, the, you know, Columbus and Ohio, Iowa, Illinois, all those areas. Miss that, miss that, those trips up there. Our recent memories, Jer, is uh, watching you do the uh, web shows during the COVID. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I started yeah. those just to do a, a to keep people occupied and entertained, and more than anything, and uh, it, it just I, it filled my bucket for whatever, however long I did it. You know, it started out with just like maybe two or three songs, and ended up being like a three-hour show by the end of it. Wow, is but that it was right? Funny because. Yeah, when I started it, I mean, like I said, I just, I just did it for the entertainment part of it to keep people uh, occupied. And um, the next thing I know, um, I, I probably had someone in the realm of anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 people that would watch the show during the week. And uh, other musicians started finding out about it, and then it went from like 1,500 down to about seven. <laughs> just seven people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just all of a sudden the... The internet got flooded with uh, live streaming shows. Uh, Linda and I were looking at your website today, and it said that you you've been performing fifty years now. Is that right? 
Well, I started in '72, uh, so however long that's been. Yeah. Okay. Six years. The probably yeah. Six years. Yeah. Yeah. About, about that. And you're originally from San Diego. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, we. Uh, I got started with that whole thing entertaining. It was my brother got me involved in it, and I had been playing overseas in a rock and roll band in a, a Turkish American association was what they were called. It was in Turkey at the time. And uh, I was in a rock and roll band, and, and uh, that's kind of got my, you know, juices flowing to want to be an entertainer. And then when I got back to San Diego, my brother had a, a duo, and he wanted somebody to play bass for him, so that's how I got involved with it, being a musician. And then the rest is history. I just let it go from there. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yes. Originally from San Diego, but we moved up to uh, Northern California. Our daughter had a, her first child. Uh, here in Placerville, of all places, in Northern California. And so my Shannon and I decided that um, she retired a couple years ago, and we basically said, well, let's go, you know, form a, a nice little, get a nice little family dynamic going up there, and so here we are. Okay. And you like it? Uh, yes, absolutely. Love okay. it. And uh, we were without power for about six hours a day, which is you know, I guess it's going to be a norm for us. I went all the way from a, a beach city up into the mountains, uh, the Sierras, uh, the foothills of Sierra, Sierra Nevadas. Um, and they told us that we're going to need to start needing things like, um, snow blowers and four wheel drives and, and, you know, <laughs> and that the snow will be here. Well, it, it rained, uh, probably for a good five or six days up until uh, yesterday and it just started snowing. Wow. And now we've got like about a foot outside and, Probably going to go until tomorrow morning or so. Really? And then, um, yeah. So we got your snow, Linda. There we go. Yeah. What did you get tired of that perfect temp year round in San Diego? They say. <laughs> <laughs> no, we. I just got Joseph for a grandkid. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's true love. Yeah. Love, yeah, love of family. Worth great. That's awesome. Yes, so. I think Linda was going to ask about the origins of Stars in the Water, right? Linda, go ahead. Yeah, just uh, how did you get involved with Stars on the Water and the whole trop rock scene? Well, I've been I've been playing Jimmy Buffett music since I got I started playing with my brother in '72. Uh, he turned me on to um, White Sports Coat and Pink Crustacean. And uh, why don't we get drunk and screw? It just jumped out at me. I thought, <laughs> I like this guy. So I went and I saw him at a concert in uh, San Diego, at San Diego State. It was a place called The Back Door. And uh, I actually went to see a friend of mine who was opening for him. And Buffett came out and sat down. And he said, hey, you know, before we get started, my name is Jimmy Buffett, not Buffet. And I said, I like this guy. So um, I started playing his music. I started then and then... Um, Got into a group that was a comedy stand, uh, basically a music comedy group, and uh, was with them for 45 years. And uh, our main stuff was basically Jimmy Buffett style of music, you know, James Taylor, Bob Marley, that kind of thing, and the comedy part of it too. And um, when that started going south in the mid 90s, um, a friend of mine was, uh, you guys have probably talked to Gary. Have you talked with Gary Seiler? Have you guys met Gary Seiler? We interviewed him, yeah, about a year or so ago. Okay, yeah. I thought you did. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he had a group called Buffed Out, um, uh, and he asked me to come play with him. So 
he and uh, he had a good uh, bass player named Sharon Hancock at the time, and um, the three of us started playing all Jimmy Buffett music. I mean, Gary was probably one of the best Buffett imitators I'd ever heard. You could be on the other side of the room and you'd think Buffett was singing. His voice was just so so close. And um, from that, uh, Gary had to go uh, get a real job. And so Sharon and I formed a group called Coco Loco. And oh, yeah. our, our first our first big job, we got into... Um, I guess the Parrothead side of it. It wasn't even Parrothead then at the time. It was just, um, well, it was the San Diego Parrothead Club was then sponsoring us. But we uh, did the um, Meeting of the Minds, uh, 99. And um, we played on the beach outside of um, the, uh, what was that, the, the bar, uh, I'm sorry, at the, at the end of Green Street. And um, there was a big beach there, and they used to have a, a at Pier House, they used to have a huge uh, party, and then everybody would flow from the party and you know go away. But we were on the beach, and everybody came from the party over to us, and we were the new kids in town, and just kind of blew everybody away. And I had a friend of mine who was uh, the, the Jimmy Buffett uh, lookalike winner, and I got him up on stage to sing with us, and the mayor of Key West was in town, uh, was, in, was at the show, and he's standing at the end, he didn't realize that it was a look, an imitator and mm. was calling security and stuff and get, trying to figure out what, why Buffett was on stage with nobody around and, you know, <laughs> protecting him. <Wow. laughs> and uh, after a few years, of, of that group kind of uh, fell apart, and I started doing a single thing. And the guitar player, uh, I think you guys know who he is. Well, I know you do, Jim. Uh, Mike Bowers. Yeah, sure. I, um, yeah. Uh, took up with our drummer uh, from Coco Loco, a guy named Randy Renner, and we formed this power trio, and I had a job that I needed to play for the Orange County Fairhead Club, and I needed some players, so I hired them to come play with me, and we liked what we sounded like, so we formed a band. We were going to call ourselves Last Man Standing, and found out that that name had been taken by about 12 other bands. Hmm. So um, I, I forget how the name uh, Stars in the Water came around, but it was we figured it was, you know, a, a pretty good name for a group like what we're going to be doing. And then um, at that time, it was the Margarita Mafia. Yes. Um, I was talking, uh, you were talking about, uh, you know, getting some kind of genre together for people. And that's when Chop Rock came around. Now, wasn't so that's there, how I got into it. Wasn't there another band in there around that time, uh, Left Coast, that you had also? Yes, that was all. That was another spinoff of Coco Loco. Um, Tony Irvine, Tony Baloney. Okay. Uh, I loved the sound of the steel drum. I, uh, when we were Coco Loco, we were down at a place called the Galley, the Marina, on a Sunday afternoon. And our guitar player at the time uh, was real good friends with like the, the number one steel drummer in San Diego. He had him sit in with us, and on our break, the two of them played a few songs, and I just loved the sound of that combination. Yeah, and I talked to Tony about it and said we should really you know try and do something. And he said, well, give me a month. He bought a steel drum and said, give me a month. And he went and woodshedded for you know, a, a couple weeks. And he kept bringing me songs. I kept feeding him songs to, to learn. And at the end of that month, we started practicing, and uh, that's where that post came out. And I mean, we were flying all over the place. Uh, Jim Hain was hiring us to do uh, in water boat shows. <laughs> wow. So we were flying all over the place doing uh, boat shows, and, and then 
um, Southern California started getting uh, into the Parrothead idea, and of course the Orange County, Los Angeles, um, Inland Empire, and, and several others uh, started coming around, and they were hiring Tony and I to do the duo thing uh, as a trop off, and then um, the rest is, like I say, history after that, too. Yes, there was another group in there called Left Coast. When I first started doing the show, I think that was when you guys left coast were some of the first CDs I had, actually. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Tony Baloney, oh. you said his name is Tony Irvine? Yes. I think he sent me a song like a couple months ago. And uh, I, he probably did. I he, didn't he, put two and two he's together. He's still active, I believe. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Well, I haven't seen him in, in several years now. He moved up and had to take care of his mom. Okay. Uh, up in um, mid-California somewhere. So um, we kind of lost touch. I mean, the Christmas cards kinds of things, you know, and okay. have an occasional email here and there, but that's pretty much the, the gist of our staying together. Yeah, I didn't I didn't put that together. That was the same guy. Did I cut you off, Linda? Go ahead. No. No, not at all. So now, Jerry, I know that you don't really go to um, MOTM anymore, Meeting of the Minds. But now they're moving it to golf shores, and I, I was never at the Stars on the Water event, but everybody says, oh, that's where Stars on the Water was, or close to there or something. So now that they moved it, any chance of getting you back? Go hang out you know, with us? I, I, I feel like I've done my time with Media of the Mind, mm-hmm. and um, it, I'm not going to discount it, but I, I probably am. I have settled in so well with my lifestyle right now. I don't travel that much anymore. I've gotten to the point where I'm, I've, I've turned into an old man, really. I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> um, the, the old age thing has really taken its toll on me. Um, I have maybe a half dozen events that I play during the year, and that's starting to thin out now. I mean, I mean it's probably going to go down to four. I'm not working steady anymore. I, I was working pretty steady uh, in San Diego when we were here. I decided to take the year off and, and uh, just, you know, work on getting settled in here, uh, buying a house and, and making it work with us and then, you know, making the, the family dynamic uh, a priority for us. And uh, I just yeah. kind of like that. I've gotten away from writing, uh, but recently in the last, you know, I don't know, four weeks or so, five weeks, I've been talking to people um, about doing some um, co-authoring and co-writing stuff. Uh, Donnie Brewer being one of the guys, and, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, uh, so wow. I, you know, I'm, okay. I'm starting to put my things back together here at the house and my um, uh, desktop uh, recording studio thing. Is, uh, just, I just figured it out again, so I'm starting to relearn that and putting ideas down and uh, trying to work that. And, and hopefully, you know, uh, I can work things out and, and, and maybe get back to working again. But I'm I'm not in any hurry to get there right now okay. at that point. I've, yeah, sounds like you're very happy there. That's a good thing. That's what matters. Oh, yeah. You know, you look up uh, completely satisfied in the dictionary and the encyclopedia, my picture's there. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, my Shannon and I both have, have really taken to this lifestyle. Like I said, we're in the mountains. We're at the end of a uh, living era of we call it a, a housing area that is just uh, like, you know, they, it's acreage. It's not just a, 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 a lot. And uh, it, it's just nice having the space and 
Uh, like I said, it's been snowing all day long. In fact, it's snowing right now, and I'm hoping that we still have power. <laughs> you know, that it doesn't shut down on us again. Yeah. We uh, we bought a, a backup generator for a standby kind of thing, so that we could if the power was up, the back stand, uh, standby generator would kick in to keep power with us. Well, uh, about four weeks ago, five weeks ago, uh, we had uh, a power outage, and it came on for about 20 minutes, and then it blew up. Mm. <laughs> so we've been waiting hey. for a replacement. It's crazy. So is the yeah, band yeah. has the band done uh, anything recently, or is that just kind of on hold? Stars on the water. Uh, we've had a couple of private parties that we did in San Diego in December, and um, we were coming up on Last Man Standing, which is the pre-concert show at Tommy Rocker's to Jimmy Buffett's concert in oh, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. And that's on March 3rd, I think, and I think his concert's on the 4th. Well, maybe it's like the 2nd and the show's on the 3rd, whatever that weekend okay. is, the yeah, first yeah. week of March. And then uh, we're still on for Fins to the West. So okay. that's going to work. For, you know, We'll work on that, too. Excellent. I still remember your visit to the North Coast. I think it was about 10 years ago. And... Uh, Posted a picture from that tonight on uh, Facebook. But, ah, cool! Thanks. That was always a good. That, that, that is such a blast. I mean, I, you know, I, uh, of all the parties that um, I'm, I've really attended to, they, these people have. When I'm, what was the name of it? Uh, migration, I think, was the name of the first um, real big function that I worked with, where you know the band was part of that group. Um, it went to. Uh, it started in Orange County, and then moved over to uh, Las Vegas, and became, uh, you know, migration over there at Hooters, uh, of all places. Yes, and I remember that. Back, right, and then they moved it back to uh, Los Angeles again. And I don't know why they did that, but they took a year off. I think is what happened. Um, but from that's where Fins um, of the West came from. They thought, well, you know, they could do something where they could rival Meeting of the Minds on the West Coast. And it's just been going gangbusters ever since. There's been hiccups to it, you know, but um, I, and I, I, from what I understand, that they're um, uh, still working at, at trying to get uh, the. Well, they have a good venue right now. They had a, a casino area, one of the Indian reservations down in Laughlin, that didn't work out, uh, and they moved it up to Mesquite, and it has just been going crazy ever since. That was uh, many years ago. I was Karen and I were going to join you guys at the Hooters that year, and I, I made my reservations, and that was the year that it got uh, the management changed or whatever. And so I ended, uh, we ended up spending an entire week in Vegas because of that, but I'll never forget that. So I almost made oh, it. Almost made it. it, it so you did, did migration move then? Is that what happened? Yeah, the, the event was canceled, oh. and we just ended up uh, spending a few more days in Vegas. But, uh, oh, you should have called me. I would have flown you over to Los Angeles. Uh, oh, that would, I've, I've never been to California. I would have loved that. Hey, Jerry. Uh, you get to San Diego. Yeah. There you go. San Diego. I think, I'd love to see San yeah. Diego. Jerry Gontang, one of the founding fathers of... Uh, did, Linda, did you have anything else, by the way? Oh, I was just going to mention real quick. Didn't I see like some event you hooked up with like Rick Lamb? I know he's been hanging out in California a little bit, and I thought I'd seen some pictures of you guys. Uh yeah, in fact, I was working um, weekly at a, at a place in the East County, and it was um, my partner from this stand of this 
a music comedy group that I was telling you about had passed away. And, and he and I were doing a duo at this restaurant, and I took a break and came back, and they hired me as a single. And um, I started doing it on my own. It was really boring. And Rick came to town one time, and I uh, asked him to come play with me, and, and he did. And so he was actually my first guest I think I ever did that with. And then um, about well, it was Christmas, we did the Christmas party. It was like the second week of December of last year. And um, he happened to be in town, and I got him up on stage to sing a few songs with him. So, yes, I guess his girlfriend is now living in, uh, lives in San Diego. So he's been frequenting San Diego quite often and, and uh, working okay. there. From, you know, in fact, he started working at the place where I was working. That I, that I oh, wow. Yeah. It worked out good. Yeah, it did very well. <clears throat> Jerry, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time. It's been too long, and we're going to play one of you those bet. classics from uh, the Stars on the Water album from uh, a few years back, the What It Happens in Key West Never Happened. And, uh, yeah, you know, I never get tired of listening to our band, that's for sure. <laughs> 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 or any of this top rock music. Dennis, thank you very much. Uh, you know, you, you make this thing happen for all of us musicians. And Linda, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, great talking to you too, Jerry. All right, Jerry. We're going to play some of your music tonight here on the show. We love the arrangements Stars in the Water does with the classics. I think we lost them. Is that it? All right. Anybody still there? I'm here. Okay, Linda. Well, I guess we lost Jerry. Interview me. Interview (laughs) me. Hang on the line because uh, Ray Fogg is going to join us in a moment, okay? Sounds great. Bitch. 
vibrations like the airlines lose their luggage. Got a headache, can't find your shoes, and you slept on sweet and low. You kind of remember where you got all those beads, but you don't really want to know. Take my word, where you going home? There's nothing to deny. Down here we color outside the lines, just about every night. And what happens in Key West never happens. She never danced on the table after. Many shots at the Garden of Eden Without any top She didn't party all night At the Fantasy Fest And there's no tattoo on her left breast Cause what happens in Key West Never happens What happens in Key West Never happens What happens in Key West Never happens What happens in Key West What happens in Key West? Well, you know, that has never happened. That is Stars on the Water. Thank you to Jerry Gontang for taking a few minutes with us tonight. And uh, that's true, right, Ray Fogg? Uh, what happens in Key West never happened? You know, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Fogg from Puddin Bay is with us, and Linda Robb is back. Say hello. Hi, Ray. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Hey. Excellent, excellent. Not too bad. Getting through another winter. I, I heard you're coming up to visit us here for a couple of days, right? Yep. Uh, come up to the show at, at um, Bosch there in, in Lakewood. I'm kind of excited. I guess it's the first, like, uh, open to the public event they've had in that room since the pandemic. So I'm really, I'm, uh, I'm really uh, proud to be the guy who's kicking that off one. So Excellent. Looking forward to it. I went to uh, the Bosch show a couple of winters ago. I think it was before COVID. I think it was a couple months before COVID. It had just just almost happened at that point, but uh, I think you're right. Yeah, it is, it's, <laughs> and it's run by the, the the family that owns that same family owns, of course, Georgetown, the next door restaurant, but also around the corner. And I worked for their dad uh, back in the day, many years, and they're real good folks, and they run good, they run a good operation. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. And uh, tickets still available, and where do you get them? There are tickets still available, but not very many, I'm told. So I think we're we're approaching the standing room only uh, tickets, and it's. Uh, but if you go to my website, rayfog.net, there's a link on there uh, that takes you to the. You know, I, yeah, I can't rattle off the website for you. It's whatever they set up from the club there, but there's a link there yeah. uh, at rayfog.net if you go to my schedule. Now, excuse me. Another uh, fun thing you got going in Key West this year is Putin Palooza. Now, you guys did a Putin Palooza in, in Cleveland last year, but this year you're uh, taking it to uh, Key West in February. Is that right? We are. Yeah. You know. Um, you know. We did. Uh, of course, we've had Putin Palooza at uh, lots of places throughout Ohio. Uh, we did it for years in Fort Clinton and Sandusky and Columbus and Cleveland and. Um, uh, we did a Cleveland last year again, but back in the day we did the Odeon. I think we broke their all-time liquor sales yes. record when we played that one. We discussed and, that one. Uh, 
So, uh, yeah, we've done, and, you know, there's been a different event that went on there in Key West for a while, and that's not happening since the pandemic. So we'll put this together, and it's going to be a little bit different than what we've done in the past in, in Key West or really at any put in Palooza in that it's going to involve multiple venues. Uh, there'll be shows at Rick's and uh, at Hank's and Smoking Tuna okay. and a, a few other clubs as well, and then a big uh, – Kind of one giant show with everybody uh, at Dirty Harry's. Really? Uh, okay. So it's yeah, it's uh, it, I, you know I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna have a different flavor than we've had in the past, and uh, it's gonna be myself. Uh, uh, Reese Daly is gonna be playing. Uh, uh, hey Monet, Nick Brownell, Kerry Wolf, Jack Wolf, Pete Jarvis. So it's, uh, it's a great lineup. Fantastic and. Uh, for tickets for that, or, or is that just if you're in Key West, you can go? How does that work? That's right. That's the best part. Just show up. I mean, this is a, we're we're uh, trying to kick off the event this year, so it's not there won't be admission to any of the things. You get yourself there, get to town, and these these shows are free shows. Oh, beautiful! So that is putting Palooza in Florida for a change. How about that? Right in Key West. And as you remember, back in the day, Pat Daly used to co- go down there every year, and all the boaters. From Ohio would make the trip down there. Are you finding that uh, true? You find a lot of friends down there. Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, first of all, I, I I play a lot down there anyway. Besides just putting blues, the thing I play mostly at Ricks, and it's um, and all every time I play, I mean, it's it's at least half the place is filled with putting bay folks. But more than that, just walking down the street, um, right, just running right. to people constantly. It's just such a similar vibe and everything, you know. And uh, and so we see lots of uh, lots of people who we see putting in the summertime. We see down there in the wintertime in Key West. I heard Giddy Up Dave was there on New Year's Eve. I did run into him. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, I forgot that it was New Year's Eve. But if you <laughs> say so, <laughs> is that right? <clears throat> Go ahead, Linda. I think Linda had something. Oh, Ray, I've never been to Putin Bay. Now I met DK in 2019 and. I've learned a lot about it, and I've uh, we've inter- interviewed some of the musicians, and I've watched you online. You had me watching the little video where you turn on the light. What was that light? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the light comes light, on yeah. to start the... Uh, the whiskey light, yes. Whiskey light, whiskey light. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to try to make it to this lake fest and, and definitely need to catch your show. But uh, I've seen you online and whatnot, and you kind of do like a music comedy thing. So do you ever just do music or comedy, or is it always a mix? Well, most of the shows is a, a, a mix of music and comedy. Um, it's not, you know, it's it's uh, comedy kind of has gotten there mostly through songs as opposed to comedy bits. Um, yeah. But uh, we do, I do a, a show, a, a show a year where all I do is just, uh, what we call the nice songs, and uh, and so I do do a show a year that's just dedicated to that. But mostly it's the, it's the fun stuff. Um, whether I'm at Putin Bay or Key West or again, you know, at Vosh. Uh, I'm certain though, since I the Vosh show that I do here in Cleveland, you know, has such a following of people who have followed me through the years. I'm sure that there'll be mm-hmm. kind of more. Uh, more than usual of the um, what people call the nice songs to the island oriented songs at that show too, 
you know, I'm, I'm doing a, I've been working, DK's been hearing this for years, but I've been working <laughs> on a live record for yeah. a while, and we're finally in the mixing phase of it. Oh, cool. And what we've decided to do is, it's actually going to end up being two, um, used to call them CD projects, so I guess I call them albums now, since nobody owns a CD player anymore. But uh, and we'll probably do, we decided we're going to do two, it, two releases will come out of it. One will be the a comedy album, and the other one will be... Uh, uh, just the nice songs because I realized that I'd never done a live uh, release of that stuff and it's a good collection in these recordings so um, probably this, the, the comedy one will come out first probably sometime uh, late this spring or early this summer and the other one will follow later this year or early next year the nice songs live album that's going to be perfect for this show I'll tell you what that's right now you'll have stuff you can play exactly <laughs> I got, I got in trouble a couple times here uh, playing Ray Fogg's uh, not-so-nice songs. I bet. Now, <laughs> Linda, when she comes to Puddin' Bay, she wants to see your your show, and she want, Mad Dog, of course, and she wants to see Bob Gatewood, so we got to make sure Gatewood plays that weekend. So. Yes. Uh, he usually And the good thing is that the three of us rarely play at the same time. So that's true. That's easy to do, yeah. That's true. All right, man. Well, thank you for taking a few minutes tonight. And uh, rayfog.net's the website. And uh, everybody go out to Vosh Friday night or get to Key West for the Putin Palooza. Sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I should say, you know, if, if you don't mind, I should say the Vosh show is at 8.30 on this Friday. Okay. And the doors open at 7.45. And it, like I said, they're, they're selling uh, more seats, more tickets than there are seats. So it is first come, first serve on the seats. So, uh I'm encouraging people get there early, uh, work on your attitude a little bit, get yourself a, a, a table if that's what you want to do, and um, uh, hopefully they'll still have a few tickets left uh, for people who haven't got them yet. And as far as the Putin Palooza thing, uh, you can get the information on, on that on my website as well. But also there's a Facebook uh, page and events for that, and it's Putin Palooza with hyphens. Uh, P-U-T hyphen I-N hyphen P-A-L-O-O-Z-A, okay. I think. I was told there'd be no spelling in during the interview, <laughs> so there you go. Excellent, excellent. All right. Well, those sound like a lot of fun, and hopefully uh, we'll see you at uh, the Lake Fest in June, if not before. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. All right. Thank you, Ray, and thank you, Linda, for uh, checking back. Yep. Bye, guys. All right. We're going to do hey, fish. thanks, everybody. All right. We're going to do fish are so stupid, Ray. And we're looking forward to that live album. There we go. All right, man. Take care, man. Take care. Fish are so stupid. You know they'll eat anything, even if another fish just pooped it. All they do is eat. They think the worm is a treat. They'll eat their little cousin Pete as he's swimming down the street. And that's stupid. Fish are so stupid. This ain't cool, but the fish is a fool. How they get so dumb when they swim around in schools? Fish. And tell me, how does it look when you can't read a book, but you love to eat a worm with a belly full of hook that fast? He ain't got much class. Cause he's a fish. And they're stupid. You know they'll eat anything, even if another fish just pooped it. 
man in the bottom of the food chain Got an itty bitty fish brain They're kind of going insane It ain't hard to explain Other stupid fish I'm so stupid Now tell me just how dumb do you gotta be To eat lunch swimming there under the sea And pick out a worm with a hook in his gut And a really long line coming out of his foot Leading up to a boat floating up there above And say, man, that's the kind of lunch that I really love Reminds me of Fish <laughs> And they're stupid <laughs> is smart and it's Dan who aren't fishermen are so stupid all right there he is Ray Fogg from the Island Life CD a few years back that's right we still got CD players here and at my home Ray that's right that is Fish Are So Stupid, great song. We also had uh, Stars on the Water, of course, with What Happens in Key West Never Happened. And uh, we're still playing catch-up here, so i got a couple more we're going to do from uh, Jerry Gontang, Stars on the Water, and also the Left Coast Band. And uh, that's going to be coming up, folks. But thanks to Ray Fogg and Jerry Gontang for taking some time here tonight on Island Time. How fun was that? We've got another interview coming up. Cindy Muir, our roving reporter, this time done at Meeting of the Minds recently in Key West with Dave McKinney. So, and it's a lengthy interview, so uh, we're going to be airing that in hour number two tonight. Also, our buddy Mark Woods, the Tiki Tender, is going to be checking in early tonight with a cocktail recipe for us. That's right.
That's a, coat, a cut from Left Coast featuring Jerry Gontang, Tony Baloney, and a few other guys, Tom Cunningham, Rich Tibbetts. But from the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, the Left Coast Band. <clears throat> I was going to send that out to Sue, uh, who usually does the show just before Island Time. She wasn't here tonight, but um, that's a song called St. Martin, where she is actually, uh, or she's from St. Thomas. I keep getting <laughs> I keep getting her hometown wrong. No, it's not St. Uh, St. Martin, it's St. Thomas. Anyway, that was the song we heard from an album, a long-lost Left Coast album called Left Coast 2. And once again, thank you to uh, Jerry Gontang for uh, joining us tonight here in the first hour on Island Time. Now, we're going to have a uh, roving reporter, Sidney uh, Muir, interview with Dave McKinney, trap racker from uh, Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, Maryland, somewhere around there. I'm not sure exactly off the top of my head, but it's an extensive interview. It's like 25 minutes. So we're going to be doing that shortly. So we decided tonight we would do Tiki Tenda, Tiki Tenda. You go on a bender with the Tiki Tenda. And here he is, Mark Woods. We're going to get that hey. open back. <laughs> hey, that was great. I, I, I think that might be better than the original. Yeah, okay. We're going to get the original. <laughs> we're going to get it back. Or Ray Fogg's the guy who recorded it, and he was just on the phone. When he comes back, maybe we can get a new recording of it. So there you go. I'm going to do my best to find one. I can get it back to you. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, right. hey, hello. Fins up, everybody. Happy 23 to Mark, to you, Tiki Tender. Yeah. Yeah, we've made it. We did it. We're a couple <laughs> weeks into 2023. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars pulled off some kind of crazy oh, yeah. uh, comeback uh, over the weekend, and then they get to play my hometown team, the Chiefs. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I was watching know, that the other be. night. What are you going to do now? Who are you going to root for? Oh, I'm going to cheat for the Chiefs, of course. Be the Chiefs, okay. But, uh, honestly, I, I wasn't even—I didn't even watch it. I, I found out about it the next day. I, I really? had, a, had events. I had an event, and I—I okay. uh, I, uh, I just wasn't even paying attention. And then all of a sudden, the next morning, I saw all these reports, and that was uh, seemed like <laughs> it was probably pretty amazing. Yeah, it was. It was. I had a had a lot of friends that were you know posting their photos from Facebook that were up there, and and uh, of course, my personal favorite was the QB went to. Uh, a couple of other guys in the QB went to uh, Waffle House uh, in Jacksonville to celebrate. Did which it? I, I have a I have a fondness for. So uh, yeah. So yeah, way to go! It was great. Jacksonville Jaguars fans are great, and uh, they deserved a nice win. But uh, I got bad news for them for next week. Yeah, I don't. If I'm I'm no <laughs> NFL expert, but I would say Casey's probably going to win that one. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping, but. Um, but you know, and uh, your 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 neighbors and rivals, the Bengals, are uh, in yeah. the uh, in the hunt for it too. So you know, yeah. that's not bad. We Could will be, be uh, rooting for. We got we got family down there, so yeah, we'll be rooting of for. Of course, them. yeah, yeah. You kind of you kind of have to. So uh, so um, yeah, all is well. So speaking of uh, uh, big games in the NFL, and uh, you know, we're we're not supposed to say the uh, the the SB name, but we'll call it the big game. Um, I uh, came. I was cleaning out a bag. This is uh, leading into my drinks, and I was cleaning out an old bag uh, over the weekend. Uh, been doing a little reorganizing as part of a, uh, you know, New Year's Eve res- or New Year's resolution, trying to get rid of some old stuff. And yeah. I found this little notepad, uh, very stained with with uh, scrabbles and all that kind of stuff. And I found, funny enough, 
a few sangria recipes that I had been looking for. I was, I was really glad to find them because I had written them down in only one spot, and I found them. I was super excited. So I thought uh, wow. since we're going to have these big gatherings, I'd, I'd share a couple of sangria recipes. Uh, we'll call it super sangria uh, <laughs> recipes. And uh, these are, uh, you know, uh, things you can make in bulk and, uh, you know, like a nice big one-gallon jug full and then uh, serve at your big party when you're having uh, people over for the game. So uh, if you'd like, i got two recipes I want to share out of All these right. that are two of my favorites. One's made with white wine. One's made with red wine. Uh, the first one is just, uh, I call it a peach sangria. Uh, and this one is made with... Uh, with white wine. Uh, Chardonnay or Chablis is a little less fruity. Uh, but uh, so basically, you're going to do uh, a giant, big jug of, uh, of uh, white wine, Chardonnay or Chablis, uh, a couple cups of uh, Triple Sec or Cointreau, which is an orange flavored liqueur, uh, a container of frozen orange juice, a little bit of lemon juice, and then you're going to slice up a couple limons and lemons and a couple oranges, pour that all in a big bowl and stir it around. The best way to make a sangria is to uh, cover it or put it in a sealed container, like a sealed one-gallon jug, and let it sit in the refrigerator overnight. So you want to kind of make it a, a day or two ahead, let everything all okay. uh, get in there and get together, and then stir it up some more, and uh, then you're ready to serve it. You just pour it out over ice or uh, straight into a cup because it's already going to be chilled. But that's the uh, peach sangria, and I've made uh, – a variety of that since I wrote this note down. It must have been five years ago. This notepad, <laughs> <laughs> and, but uh, I've been using that a lot since for uh, for big events. And then uh, the the next one is called the uh, Sundown Sangria, and uh, this one's made with red wine. And again, a little bit of peach. Uh, also, uh, um, this one's the peach. I, I mixed them up. This one's the peach uh, sangria. Uh, this one's made with uh, Cabernet, so it's going to be a drier wine. Once again, a big jug of, uh, of Cabernet, and then uh, four ounces of peach nectar. A uh, peach nectar you can find mostly in uh, in juice section of most grocery stores, but if you can't find that, uh, you can also use peach schnapps. So okay. four ounces of peach peach nectar uh, or peach schnapps, and then again another uh, half a cup of triple sec, a little bit of OJ, like two cups, and then. Uh, a little simple syrup, and if you want to, you can throw some peaches in there, slice up some peaches and throw them in there. Let that sit overnight, and then uh, when you bring it out and get ready to serve it, you're going to crack open a couple cans of Fresca and uh, throw those in there. You guys drink Fresca up there? We used to. Uh, I think it's still in the stores. I haven't had it in a long yeah. time, but yeah. Yeah, I buy, I buy it all the time. I buy the great, the original grapefruit, and they have a peach fresco, which is really okay. good, too. Right. But you want to throw that in at the last minute right before you serve it because, you know, it's going to give it a little bubble. So that's the sundown sangria. So we had okay. the white sangria, which was not peach, <laughs> okay. and then the sundown sangria, which is, and a couple couple sangria recipes. So you guys can make those in bulk. I'm going to post. I actually took some pictures, believe it or not, of my of my little chicken scratch writing. I'm going to post that up on the okay. group for everyone to see. Perfect. Uh, so they can copy those recipes down. And the Super Bowl is kind of late this year, isn't it? It's like February 16th or something? It is. It's uh, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's it seems. You know, the funny thing was is I was in I was in the grocery store on Saturday, um, and there were so many people in the grocery store that I thought it was Super Bowl Sunday. I thought, what did I just miss? Like a bunch of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was just everybody getting ready for the Jaguars game. Now I know that it is the uh, Super Bowl Sunday. It's the nineteenth of February. Wow. So yeah, it's going to be. Um, the same weekend or the weekend after the Daytona 500 down here? That's going to be crazy. Okay. 
<laughs> I remember when I was a kid, it was like mid-January, so it's <laughs> definitely been pushed back a bit. Well, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to solicit any gifts, but my birthday is coming up on the Jan- on January 24th. Oh, is and that right? On occasion, on occasion, the Super Bowl would fall on my birthday uh, back okay. in the 80s. <laughs> uh, so uh, I can't remember which Super Bowl it was, but it was the Cincinnati Bengals and the San Francisco 49ers. It was yeah. Joe Montana's first Super Bowl. That was like my. Uh, 11th birthday, maybe I think it was my 10th or 11th birthday, and then the New York Giants with Phil Sims and Mark Bavaro and Phil McConkie and Lawrence Taylor when they played the Broncos, I think that was my 16th birthday. Okay, you know, so yeah, occasionally it would fall. Then they extended the extended the season, and and now it's now it's really long. It'll be in March eventually. I tell you what, <laughs> do you have a favorite uh, food item that you like to uh, have on, on Super Bowl? I have a tradition. I always get a big pizza do you have like uh something like pizza that? is always is always going to be on the menu for me but one of the things um it's very simple but one of the things that my mom and my and her sisters used to always make when we would get together for the super bowl um is just a rotel dip right you know with the rotel tomatoes and a oh. big thing of Velveeta and just melt it all okay. and uh just dip chips in that all day and then every once in a while <laughs> they get fancy and throw some ground beef in there okay. uh, or something but yeah that that always makes me think of like when i was a little kid watching the super bowl uh just rotel and of course we always had a brisket too over in kc we always had a, a nice big brisket, brisket to lunch on yeah that's, yeah that's but, uh, but yeah a simple little rotel dip is uh it just really makes me think of of, uh, of those old Super Bowl games. Love it. All right. Well, you know, I think we, you might be on the show again before Super Bowl Sunday, so we might have uh, part, oh, okay. part two uh, on the recipes here. So oh, yeah. Goes. Well, I'll have uh, – by then maybe we'll know which teams are going to be in it, and I'll have specific recipes for the for, for each uh, team. For That's each right. Team. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, for sure. All right, Mark. For uh, sure. And he is a big fan of Waffle House. I saw he had Waffle House <laughs> socks. The other day, yeah, I, yeah. I have Waffle House socks, and uh, and I did enjoy <laughs> Waffle House over in Biloxi. Um, everyone else went to went to lunch at a at a, at a, uh, a sushi restaurant, and I I went across the street, went to Waffle House by myself. <laughs> yeah, Karen, Karen and I are uh, fans also. We we have one probably in about uh, forty five minutes from here, so they're in Ohio. Yeah, I saw a map. Not as- but not as popular in Ohio as they are down here. <laughs> well, I saw a map actually of of the where which you know how many in each state. Yeah, I saw the mm-hmm. numbers are huge down there. But, yeah, I uh, think Georgia has like four hundred Waffle Houses. Right, exactly. I yeah. think they were number one. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But right. uh, but yeah, um, I am a fan. Excellent. Good food. Good service. Always always a pleasure to be there. That's right. There we go. Mark, thanks thanks so much. Happy New Year, and uh, we will talk soon, uh, hopefully before the Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure, and uh, I'll post these recipes, and if I don't make it on before the Super Bowl, I'll I'll check the calendar and stuff. If I don't make it on, I'll I'll make sure and and share a couple recipes in the group on Facebook either way. Sounds good, man. Thanks so much, as always, and we will uh, talk soon. All right. Thanks again, Dan. All right. com is the website. Mark Woods right here on Island Time tonight. Like I mentioned, we have a very uh, lengthy interview tonight. It's with Dave McKenney, trap rocker from uh, kind of the East Coast. I think he's in Maryland, Virginia, somewhere around that. Somebody, Linda Robb, that would be a perfect project for you, Linda, to look that up for me on the Internet. Where is Dave McKenney from? In fact, it'll probably come up 
in the interview. But Cindy Muir uh, talked to, to Dave in Key West during Meet of the Minds uh, just a couple of months ago, early uh, November, that's right. And uh, we're going to have a couple more interviews from Meeting of the Minds. Then she was at Party Gras this past weekend, so we got even more interviews coming. And then, of course, in February, I should mention this as well, we have Music on the Bay interviews coming up because that big event is coming up as well. So, all right, let's get back to the music right now. This is Stars on the Water. We have another track from them. This is their take on Bama Breeze. I love this. On Island Time. At the Bama Breeze You can shoot some pool down there You can act a fool down there You can play it cool down there At the Bama Breeze you can drink some beer down there Argue, laugh, and cheer down there Pass another year down there Jimmy got caught Smoking a joint out behind the bar Sitting in his car and they took him to jail The tip jar paid his bail In 1984 Mick Jagger passed through town Bought the house around Signed his name on the wall In the ladies' bathroom stall Yeah At the Bama Breeze I turned 21 down there Had too much fun down there Stumbled out with the sun down there Jerry Gontang and Stars on the Water, our guest in the first hour tonight. By the way, he texted me after we lost him on the telephone line. He said they had another power outage happen 
right after we had the interview. So we, we timed it just right. All right, DK on duty. We also had uh, St. Martin a little while ago from uh, one of Jerry's earlier bands, Left Coast. And thanks to Mark Woods for checking in. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we have a extensive interview. That's right, with Dave McKenney recently at the Meeting of the Minds in Key West. We have kind of exciting news. I should probably mention this. I don't think I've brought it up yet on Island Time. Uh, we've been doing a sideshow from my home studio for the last couple of years called Tropical Play with DK. And uh, it's going to be moving to... Uh, Radio Trap Rock at RadioTrapRock.com. And that's going to start in February, February 6th to be exact. And it's going to be not live. It's going to be a recorded show. And it's going to be different than Island Time. It's going to be more about the music. There won't be uh, interviews so much in that show. But um, it's probably going to be about a two-hour show, Monday nights at 7 p.m. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be uh, 7 p.m. for the folks who can't stay up late. And the folks who can't stay up, we can... You can join us at 10 o'clock for Island Time. But that'll start in a few weeks. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when we get closer, February 6th. All right, folks, back to, uh, to, to, to things here. That's right. Our roving reporter, Cindy Muir, was down in Meeting the Minds in Key West, and she caught up with, thank you, Linda Rob, for the inv- information. He is from Virginia. Let's get to town here. He is from Richmond, Virginia. Dave McKenney is. That's right. Check this out. Cindy Muir talking to Dave on Island Time tonight. Hi, this is Cindy Muir with Island Time Radio Show with Dennis King. And we are in Key West. You all have heard quite a few interviews that I've had here in Key West this week. It's been a great week. This is my very final one. And I'm with wonderful Dave McKinney from Virginia. We are... um, in the back of a whole bunch of people waiting to get into uh, Blue Heaven. This is a busy day for Blue Heaven. They've got a bunch of music this afternoon, and uh, it's kind of just like the last hurrah. So anyway, we're happy to have Dave, and Dave, thanks so much for sitting down with me and making this time, and uh, tell me about what you did this week. Well, it is, first of all, I just had brunch at Blue Heaven. Yes, so yes. I was one of the lucky ones. I got over here, we got a table, and we had an incredible meal. We do it every year. Tell them what you had. Okay, so today, you know. <laughs> Make to, them all hungry. <laughs> today's special was the uh, steak and lobster omelet with a side uh, of banana bread, homemade banana bread, So, uh, which is one of my favorite. I, sometimes I'll go to Blue Heaven and just get a coffee and banana bread, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. So, But, yeah, we're across the street at Andy's Cabana, yeah, that's um, and that's called. also owned by them. Uh-huh. And uh, what, what a week. I mean, uh, as it always is, and um, I was very fortunate. Uh, there were two venues down here that booked... Um, booked me for several shows we played at hank's hair of the dog saloon which is behind um the smoking tuna and they from what i understand they're affiliated and uh, but it's right on caroline street um i didn't make it over there this time outdoor yeah it's a it's a great venue it's, it's a nice venue it really yeah, is yep and um and then i also played um at island dogs yes and i've been doing that since probably 2011 or 12. I know. It's been a long time that yeah. you've been at Island Dogs. Yes. Incredible venue. They're very supportive of of this week and, and everything that goes on during the Trop Rock and Meeting of the Minds and all that. They're, mm-hmm. they're one of the 
um, you know, tertiary venues that hires us guys so we can come down here because they can only handle but so many up at the, at right. the Casa Marina. So right, right. that's, you know, what's been great about um, this, this for so many years. Th this was a little bit of a different year for me because about a year and a half ago, I started a uh, tribute band to Jimmy Buffett. The early years. Uh huh. And called. It's called Hungry Hard Luck Heroes. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if I should tell everyone why we call it Hungry Hard Luck Heroes. Oh well. But we should probably let's give it now, away. Now we now we've dangled a carrot. Yeah, we're dangling this <laughs> carrot. I think our diehards will know. The diehards will know. But if you're familiar with the song Peanut Butter Conspiracy, we were Hungry Hard Luck Heroes trying just to stay alive. Yes. Okay. Um, I've been a longtime Jimmy Buffett fan. Um, I learned to play guitar with the Jimmy Buffett uh, chord, you know, the book that gives you all the chords to uh -huh. play all his songs. It right, had like right. 30 songs in it. So, And when I was first learning, uh, I would break that book out and I'd want to learn all the different songs. But, but prior to that, actually, I started listening to Jimmy Buffett. And when I was first started listening to him, the only there were a couple albums that had come out in the 80s. But the bulk of his catalog at that point was all the records that he had done from like 73 up to 79. Right. You know, the ones that every, and a lot of people say, well, you know, that's, I had those on vinyl. Yes. That's, you know, there, there's a lot of people that come to our shows that, that say, oh, I saw Jimmy Buffett in 1975 right mm -hmm. before that record, mm -hmm. you know, or yeah. right after that album came out. And so, um, you know, I, there's been a, a lot of bands over the years that are tribute bands that are amazing. The A1A band, Land Sharks, bands like that. They do the full 11 piece and the full catalog, and they do it. Right. It's very much like if you went to the big show. Yes. They call it the big yes. show. But I'm, a year and a half ago, I said, you know, I think it's just time to maybe do some sort of a cover tribute thing mm -hmm. to Jimmy Buffett. And I, I said, you know, Fingers Taylor was such a big part of Jimmy's career, and especially those early records, those early albums and the, and the live shows. And I just got this idea, just it just started materializing in my head that, that that would be a great tribute act to sort of just focus on that because nobody had ever done that before. Right, right. You know, and I called Gary Green, who I met through Scott Kirby years ago, and Gary's a magnificent harmonica player. And, um, and Gary, as soon as I explained it to him, he said, okay, I'm in. Like, if you're gonna do that, I'm in. You know, if I was going to do anything else, I, I, I think that Gary might have passed or, you know, or he might have done it. I don't know. But I really think that was the sell. And, you know, this is what I tell just about everybody from our community of Parrotheads, mm -hmm. PHIP, the clubs that are around the country that people pay dues to become a part of and they have done so for years. You know, Scott Nickerson started that in 1989. Jerry Diaz had the very first meeting of the minds in um, New Orleans in 93-94, roughly, I think. Uh, well, 30, this was 30 years. This was so 30 years, so 92. 92, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, but what I say to everybody all the time is I say, we would not be sitting here if not for Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's and true. his music. And I think we all should should take time to remember that. And I'm... and. As, as a songwriter myself, all of us are now writing songs that we call Trop Rock because we were inspired by mm -hmm. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Nashville took on a Jimmy Buffett persona for a lot of years. There were a bunch of songs that came out. That's true. So, I, you know, for me, it just, it, 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 in my musical career, it just seemed like it was time to do something a little different that I thought 
a lot of people would like. Uh huh. And so far, the answer is yes. Uh huh. Right. Because we start rolling out some of these songs that we do, and they're like. And we say what album's on, and they say, oh, my God, I forgot about that song. And I forgot about that album, and I forgot about it. And so we're reminding people of the early days. and, and the, So it's called Hungry Hard Luck Heroes, a tribute to Jimmy Buffett, the early years. Uh-huh. Right. And um, what's been really super cool is about three or four weeks ago on Instagram, we got a follow from his official page. Oh, fun. So he's, uh, we're one of 324 people that he is following on Instagram. Oh. So they've seen our videos, yeah. and I think the best way to describe something like that is is they appreciate what we're doing. Yeah. You know, That's we're not spending funny. Christmas together anytime soon. <laughs> You know, it's not one of those things. It's just they've seen it on social media because yeah. that's the beauty of social media. Right, right. Right? You can tag and do all that and people see it. And so we we pretty much, the way, you know, they appreciate it. So Good. I think, you know, Jimmy comes across to me as that kind of a guy that somebody's going to do a tribute to him and let folks know and try to make, remind people of the early years. It, it, so we're glad for that. And uh, we're... Um, we are currently going to play the New England Parrothead Convention oh, next good. year. Oh, good. I talked to yep. Todd Trusty yesterday. Yep, yep. Good. So we got, Wonderful. And I'm, I'm from, I grew up about 30 minutes away from where they hold that event uh-huh. in Mansfield, Mass. Uh-huh. Um, I played that event in 2013. Um, had not been back since, but um, when we popped up on social, a couple of the club members up there saw some of our videos that we were uh-huh. posting we, we we do youtube and we share over to social to facebook and instagram uh-huh. and um joan lyden and a, a couple of, of the others that, that was like um who are you <laughs> like what is this and then all of a sudden they were like wait a minute that's dave yeah, yeah. And they tagged todd and they said todd do you know and he's like of course i do he sat in with me over here at Blue mm-hmm. Heaven in mm-hmm. the past when I've done shows here and all that. We've met through Meeting of the Month. Uh-huh. And he's like, I wasn't aware that he was doing this. Anyways, when it came time for them to um, consider their entertainment, they decided that it would be nice to have us do one of the time slots. Good. Um, I will also do a songwriter's time slot uh-huh. during Good. the event as well. And now so they asked me to he, do it. He couldn't remember the exact dates, but I think it's in late April for sure. Yeah, sometime in late April. Yeah, 20, 21st or 22nd, I think oh, the event okay. starts okay. and it he goes to... remember when I was talking yeah, I know, to him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's fun. Yeah, so that, so what we did was we brought the band down. It's a four-piece band right now, two acoustic mm-hmm. guitars and harmonica and percussion. And uh, we, we just wanted to get that act in front of as many people as we possibly could because we'd like to go around the country for play for the diehards you know and um i I think we um i'm leaving with a bunch of leads good to make that happen excellent excellent you know because i know through the years when i've been someplace and you know i know that i and i don't do it anymore because i know now how many musicians it's like play jimmy buffett you know it's like or play margarita and they're going oh my gosh no but you know i would Sometimes if I would request something, I'd say, do you know any really old Buffett? Right. And, you know, right. and they, sometimes they would be like, yeah, but some, every so often you'd get the musician that would go, oh, I can pull that out of my hat, I mean, I just, or my back pocket, rather, and I don't get to play that very often, but yeah. I love it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. lots and lots of people who, who would love to hear that, I'm yeah. sure, all around yeah. the country. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we're, uh, like I said, it's about a year and a half, but we went about six months before maybe five months before we actually did our first show. Um, we just, you know, I had to go back and uh, search my memory for 
a lot of songs that I had done over the years that I hadn't done, and then right. add some that I never did that I, that I wanted to to build a catalog or enough of a, a, a set list where we could cover a two-hour to three-hour show, depending on what folks want to do. Right. So it took about five months, and we got together, and we did some rehearsing and to try to tighten things up. And, and then the band grew by two members. So it started as Gary Green and I, and then it, it, it grew. We, we added my um, longtime um, friend, brother-in-law, and percussionist, Jeff Nock, and then another guy who was in a band called Full Moon Saloon, Charlottesville, Virginia, which is about an hour away, named Barry Collins, and he plays guitar and sings a little with us, and so mm-hmm. we've morphed into that, so that's what we brought down here this week, Okay. and um, every show was just a, just a hoot, and um, I, t- I can tell you that when you're singing Woman Going Crazy on Caroline Street, on Caroline Street, it's pretty fun. That's a treat. It's pretty fun. That's a, a treat. Yeah, so... Well, you, you know a little tidbit background about that, don't you? About that song, about the, 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 the woman? In what she actually was. She was actually not. <laughs> yes. We've, we've heard that story. Yes. Yeah, That's so whatever. I've, um, over the years I've followed Jimmy, I've heard many of his stories that he tells. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nautical Wheelers was the tequila regatta that started at the chart room. Yes, with and, Tom Corcoran. Yeah, yes, yes and uh-huh. went a little wry and and we, and, we, need, uh, we and, need to get there and, and, and like, uh, compare and contrast yeah, all our stories. Yeah, you know? yeah, I have found me a home. I think he was riding around in the conch train. Uh-huh. Um, so during the show, I try to do a lot of dialogue. I always reference the album, mm-hmm. the year, um, and then any stories I might know, I share mm-hmm. them. And, and I, I say, you know, this is according to Jimmy on social media that, mm-hmm. you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen him tell this story or whether I've been at a show and he's told the story. So. Right. Um, and I, I got to tell you, you know, <laughs> best I can tell, he has told these stories for years the same. Hmm. He really had, you know, and I mean, I started going to see him in concert in like 1990. Yeah. I think I saw him in 94 was the first yeah. time I saw him. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I tell you, he pretty much tells these stories the same. And, th- and the reason I say that is, is like, you know, sometimes you remember an event in a certain way and then you remember it later on in another way mm-hmm. it's not you know no ill intent that you don't tell it the same way but sometimes you your recollection but I, I, he seems to always reference everything and the tell way. the stories yeah, and so yeah. um and he did that series songs you don't know by heart yes they recut a bunch of songs and yes. he did videos with delaney uh-huh and then it's i watched that over and over again because we do a bunch of those songs right, right. you know we do a bunch That's of those great songs. reference material yeah right, right. and so i went back and listened to what he was saying and she called him out on a couple things and mainly how many times he had played each song live they had a little bit of a dispute as to because he was shocked at a couple of songs like i've only played it and she's like you've only played it that many times according you know and he's okay okay (laughs) i believe you you know it's very funny daughter father Father, relationship and dialogue and her just i'm sorry Uh sorry pops but (laughs) you know and i have a 23 year old daughter and she calls me out on stuff too, not that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, yeah. it's, so I appreciated the, the uh, dynamic between the two right, of those. Right. You know, and then I also did, um, I did do some smoking tuna songwriter things, yes, where I yes. got up and played some, some Dave McKinney stuff. So, uh huh. Um, uh-huh. That's been fun always. Uh, you know, it's, this is an amazing week because we come down here and we are just appreciated so much by everybody and. and 
folks keep their minds open and they're ready to hear stuff and they're just like sponges. I know. You know, and so for for them, they get to see guys they don't get to see all year. And for us, we get to see people we don't get to see. Well, and also, you know, those of us that are the fans get to see, you know, fans from all over the country that we've made friends with over the years. And so... You know, a lot of it's a big old hug fest. It's, it's crazy. That's a good way to describe it. That's exactly the... It's just a big old hug fest. Musical hug fest. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so um, what a week. Um, of course, there a lot of people, I guess, know it's going to change. But Yes. Um, I plan to come here next year during the same week. I, I and, have uh, heard that there are several that, yeah, that are planning and, uh, on that. Yeah, and um, Island Dogs has already said... Let's talk, and um, I think Hanks will put us back on, and all. That. I don't know what, you know, what what we will do as far as if Hungry Hard Luck Heroes will come back. But I think, based on the the shows we had, and the time we had, and the dialogue, and the friendships, and the people loving us, everyone's going to want to come back. So I think that band will probably come back next year, and I'll. Good. And then if there's opportunity, I talked to um, Tiki Man yesterday, and uh-huh. uh, Danny Lynn, and and I did not for the last couple of years have not done their mm-hmm. showcase but he said you know and I just it does schedule thing yeah just yeah. trying to line schedules up and sure, all that and sure. so um, he said man you know and I, I went and told him I, listen can I get a spot next year because uh-huh. I know he's going to be at, yeah at, that's what I heard 30 years uh-huh. Yeah, so. uh-huh. and he said Absolutely. You, you can have a spot every year. Oh, that's great. And I that's said great. you know what a wonderful he's just great supporter and so uh-huh. we just have all these Stations and mm-hmm. and you know and Dennis, I mean, mm-hmm. Dennis, you know this unbelievable. I listen to this show. I've been on this show before, and you know, just you make us all feel like big sh- big shots. <laughs> well, that's Dennis. That's Dennis. You, you really sure. do, and, yeah. and just, when yeah. we just we appreciate it, you know, because sometimes that doesn't always happen. That's but, right. You know, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we get home tomorrow, and uh, if, if our airline doesn't do us wrong, uh, early early evening, and I'm supposed to call in at 10.15 tomorrow night. I don't know how I will wake I'm going to be after all this, but but uh, I can report that it's going to be, it's been a fabulous week. Absolutely. Fabulous week with a lot of terrific music. Yes, and, yes, um, always is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always a treat for me to hear new people, but then to, you know, renew my relationship. With with a lot of the you know the musicians that Absolutely, I that I yeah. know and I've interviewed before like you Dave you yes so. yeah yeah thank you <laughs> it's thank you fun. thank you yeah well, anything else you want to add so uh, I think when we were talking about you know how you, how you wanted to do this um you know from a, from the from the Dave McKenney standpoint I've got um, a book of songs that are ready to go oh good um and um, just going to try to find the time I have an opportunity. Um, to go to Nashville, excellent, and actually record in one of the first studios that Jimmy recorded it was owned by Buzz Kaysen. Uh huh. Buzz still owns that studio. It's called Creative Workshop, the Friendly Forest. Um, it's out just outside of Nashville. It's mm-hmm. an iconic. In addition to Jimmy Buffett, the names are just crazy, mm-hmm. crazy, crazy. Um, the Who's Who's have mm-hmm. been up there. Mm-hmm. And through um, through my brother, who has worked at that studio and has been a Nashville musician for years, and uh-huh. touring member of a bunch of different bands, um, Little River Band right now, he's uh-huh. current member. But he is going to produce the record. Oh, We're going to use some Nashville guys mm-hmm. and be in the place that 
Jimmy was in mm -hmm. and cut cut the album that way. Wonderful. So t my first two albums were done in Richmond at the same studio, and uh -huh. I used I used guys I knew in Richmond, Virginia, and very talented musicians. Mm -hmm. Did a third album, which was m very much like a um, John Prine, mm -hmm. um, Guy Clark, Jerry Jeff Walker type project with John Frenzy at his home studio in Lake uh -huh. down in Lakeland, Florida, back in 2018. Um, so I've enjoyed each one and the process and what they were. So you know, at two first two albums were very similar because it was the same studio, pretty much the same guys, a couple of different guys. Um, but then the third one was just this organic home project in this really cool house in Lakeland and John and I just spending time together. I traveled to Florida five times and spent, I played shows and then would spend two days at his house and we would cut tracks and, uh -huh. and then he put it together. It was a great experience. Yeah, that album was called Debts of Gratitude. And all that. Uh -huh. But So now on this other project, it's just, it's just an opportunity to go do something that's just going to be super, super cool. I've been to the studio already, uh -huh. and I have met Buzz Casey, who mm -hmm. basically was instrumental. He was, best best I can tell, was the only guy that really saw something in Jimmy in Nashville. You know, I yeah. think it's very well known that Jimmy didn't have a great experience in Nashville, and uh -huh. that's why how he ended up going to Coconut Grove with Jerry Jeff and wound mm -hmm. up in Key West, and then... In the Purple Packer. Yeah, <laughs> and he paved his own way, and it, uh -huh. it's kind of worked out a little bit for him, don't you think? I think <laughs> yeah, you know, Just a little bit. Very fortuitous, <laughs> almost very fortuitous that, you know, you, you never know what would have happened if a lot of those label guys, there's a funny story about Captain and the Kid where Jimmy says, you know, the guy wanted him to change the song. The record label guy wanted him to change the song. And it's a song he wrote about his grandfather, grandfather personal yeah. experience. Right, right. And he just, no thanks, thanks, yeah. but no thanks. And so, um, but so for so for me it'll be, that'll, that'll just and I'll get to work with my brother and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So there is a book of songs ready to go for album number four, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing that. So kind of driving down uh, a two lane highway in both lanes right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know I've got I'm still doing my stuff and yeah. people do ask for it and I have an opportunity this week to play that mm -hmm. some of those songs mm -hmm. and then. The, the new band and the new tribute act that, that's uh -huh. gaining a lot of momentum and, and people are, uh, are are embracing it. Would well, that's be exciting. That's, yeah. that's really exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled for you. Super fun, yeah. And, so we're really, gonna, and we're going to be, this is a totally different thing, we're, gonna, we're going to Williamsburg for, uh, for uh, um, Thanksgiving, flying in and out of Richmond, so I may... I may holler at you up there. Holler at us. <laughs> you're a, you're about an hour, depending on where uh -huh. you are in Williamsburg. Uh -huh. um, there, there is uh, the closest part of Williamsburg where it kind of starts. You're basically heading east to Virginia Beach um, mm -hmm. from Richmond. Mm -hmm. The closest part you probably get to in about 45, 50 minutes. So depending on where you are in Williamsburg, mm -hmm. probably no more than an hour, right yeah. up 64. Yeah. So if you've got a... Uh, a free afternoon. I'm doing a show that Saturday, that weekend. I'm doing a show at a vineyard oh. on uh, two to five on a Saturday on that Saturday after oh, Thanksgiving. That's right up my alley. Yeah, it's, jo <laughs> it's called Jolene Family Winery. Okay. Great Parrot Heads uh -huh. opened it oh, on good. a family property. 
got voted. Everybody hearing all this? Yes, right. <laughs> so if you're local <laughs> or if you're traveling through Richmond, Virginia, and you like wine, <laughs> Jolene Family Winery, you can find it on social media or you just Google it. But they yeah. won an award after like not even less than two years being open that they want to voted best new winery or something like i mean so terrific um sits on a little small lake and you can sit now you know that time of year um i'll probably be inside um an old greenhouse oh fun with a fireplace oh nice they they converted that so i, I am doing that that yeah, weekend 24th good. so i don't know if yeah. you and your Whoever you're with, all one, just the two of you. <laughs> yeah. Right, so you chose Williamsburg. No family in the area. Uh, yeah. Now our our family is always busy, or it's too far to come just for a day or whatever. So we we've, we've been by ourselves, and I, I think we had our neighbor over last year, and it's like you know, let's, let's go just let's go someplace. Well, yeah. So so that's we've never been there. Very historical. Yeah. Very historical, yeah. and um, obviously Jamestown and Yorktown and mm -hmm. all that. Of course, back there's all kinds of Civil War museums and battlefields mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like that if that's if you're into that yeah with yeah. richmond and the city is a cute little city there's some nice little spots to have lunch mm -hmm. um and uh, so you know if you guys are looking to jump on the road now but now from williamsburg to jolene would probably only take you 20 to 25 minutes yeah we're gonna so. have to definitely put that on our so, saturday so, calendar but if you know yeah put it on your calendar and then you know we can <laughs> we're sitting there making plans during this interview. <laughs> Everybody's going, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, anyways. Everybody knows where we're going to be. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about how what, what could go down that day. Yeah, great. Wonderful, but great. Glad great. you're going to be close by. Yeah. That's what's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last time I think we got together, I was in your area. Yes, you were in San Antonio. Yeah, down yes. in San Antonio. Yes, yeah. yes. And I'm in Port Aransas now. So. Yeah, I know. And Dennis is, Dennis is always nice to talk about Port Aransas and Port yeah. A. And, Nice, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd, someday I'd like to get there, too. We'd love to have yeah. you come down. Yeah. We sure would. Yep. So. Well, if there's nothing else, I think let's wrap it up. And sure. and it is, thank you again so much for your time. Oh, my gosh, And yeah. um, glad to see you before, you know, the, everybody's gone for the yeah. week. Yep. And um, yep. always wonderful to see you. Yep. Well, thank, so, thank you for your time. And yeah. thank you for always reaching out to me. Oh. Because yeah. I know you've reviewed my past albums and you've... Uh, been very supportive and well, I, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Always, always. Yep. Okay, well again, thanks so much, Dave McKinney, and this is Cindy Muir with Island Time Radio, and we are out. I'm a lover and a writer, a mental heavyweight fighter, slinging words on a page like a silver-tongued devil with a keyboard for a blade. Trying to save women while my deadline is chilling Throwing down stories one word at a time Got another novel done Time to sit out in the sun Gonna plan my escape Maybe get my ass out to the Keys or the Cape I'm headed to the water where there's no one I can bother No place that I need to be and I just don't care Cause it got me a long view Off a very short pier I got plenty to do But I'm sitting right here Staring out across the water Past bikinis are getting hotter It's a day worth of drinking And my mind ain't thinking too clear Morning starts with Cuban coffee And the air 
neighbors smelling salty I can hear the ocean call But my agent is a screaming I'm telling him to stall Gonna ride an island thriller Full of treasure rum and killers Throw in some romance And a fist fight or two Cause it got me a long view Off a very short pier Virginia, that is Dave McKenney right there with Long View off a short pier. Thank you once again to Cindy Muir for another great interview with Dave McKenney. Next week, our Cindy Muir interview will be Danny Hoy and Chris Ream. Key West Chris, that's right. How about that? That'll be next week's show. And I think, yes, I think we're going to have time for a second one. I'm going to have to look at my... Uh, files here and find out what the other interview will be. Well, we'll take care of that here in a moment. But thanks for the great interview with Dave. All right, we've got a brand new Jonas Lawrence tune to debut on the show. Hey, hey. I'm so tardy with this. So we're going to have to take care of that here in a minute. Yes, 
I'll drink till I'm stoned. When the sun goes down, the street lights come on. I'm as good as gone. You can fill my glass with a tropical stash. places where all winter long you dream about being on a warm beach somewhere well i'm here to tell you you might not be able to change your state but you can definitely change your state of mind
Your state of mind. Change your state of mind. I saw a guy in a video. He was playing Jimmy Buffett out in the snow. He had on shorts and a no t shirt. Only thing he's missing was a Hulu skirt. He played the guitar and he danced a little world. Singing like he didn't have a care in the world. He changed his state of mind. Change your state of mind. I dream of blue oceans every day. When the world is tilted the wrong way, you got to change your state of mind. State of mind. Oh, I'll make the shower, steam room, sweat a little bit. Change your state of mind. Cut out a whole bunch of pictures of palm trees, put them in your bedroom. Change your state of mind. Maybe a margarita, rum drink, cold beer, something. Change your state of mind.
special way of making things right. It can set your mind at ease if you're feeling uptight. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just relax, take it slow. Just be happy. That's the island way to let it go. changes when the weather gets cold no nothing much changes we're just further from the sun but the geese still fly and the river still run when the cold wind blows and we're covered up in snow I'll be out on the ice fishing through a hole and when the ice goes out get high I'll be out there fishing in the very same spot cause nothing much changes we're just further from the sun but the geese still fly and the river still run Here in the north, 
much changes when the weather gets cold. Nothing much changes, just further from the sun. But the geese still fly, and the river still run. Yeah, the geese still fly, and the river still run. And we still get high, and we still have fun. That is our theme song here on the North Coast at this time of year. Here in the North, Pat Daly, Patrick Houston Daly, from a few years ago in an album called Great American Saturday Night. There's a picture of Pat on the cover of this album that was taken, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I'm going to say this this picture's got to be pretty authentic. But when he was playing uh, the beer barrel back in the day, or or wherever he might have been playing, the the crowds were just crazy, and everybody was having a good time. And this uh, shot, he's amongst the the group of partiers there. I'm, I'm wondering where that one was taken. Anyway, we had uh, here in the North, Pat Daly. We also had a brand new one from Jonas Lawrence Band from Austin, Texas, Rum Away From Home. How about that? Dave McKenney a while ago, Long View Off a Short Pier. And uh, a brand new one from David Minenberg. That's right. He's been sending us music the last couple of years. David Minenberg. I love that one. It was called Change Your State of Mind. And John Puckett of Pittsburgh and sometimes FLA. Uh, a brand new one from John. We hadn't heard from John Puckett in a while. Let It Go, we heard. And I think that covers everything in that last set here on Island Time. DK Dennis King on duty. It is the Island Time radio show. Having a good time. On our Monday night party, even though it's in the dead of winter, for crying out loud. We're, we're making the best of it. We're going to come back with some more great uh, music. We've got, uh, let's see, we've got some brand new Jeff Dayton music coming up. And uh, Darby Ledbetter's coming up. And uh, Billy Dean, a new artist to the lineup here on Island Time. It's all coming up. All right, we're going to get back to the music. It is home stretch time of the show and uh, Jeff Dayton, former musical director of Glenn Campbell. In fact, once in a while, he does a Glenn Campbell tribute show. I just saw a post by Jeff tonight saying he's going to do one out in Arizona pretty soon. Uh, this is from his new album called Tropical Troubadour, and it's a song. Let's see if I got the right one ready here. It is a song called uh, Sleepy Reggae. How about that? Sleepy Reggae. That should be interesting. And let's see, there we go. It is just, this album just came out, and Jeff seems to be getting more and more into the tropical music, which we love. So let's check this out. And by the way, next week, uh, we're going to do a couple of Cindy Muir interviews. We've got um, Cindy interviews Key West Chris and Danny Hoy. That's right, the Shanty Hounds. And then uh, in the second hour, she interviews Sam Rainwater out of Arizona Way, the rocket scientist he's a trap rocker and he's a rocket scientist that's right so next time you hear that well it doesn't take a rocket scientist to do such a thing but it, but it might take a trap rocker think of sam 
That's right. So that'll be next week. So looking forward to that. And then in February, we're going to start spotlighting the Music on the Bay artists because we will be getting closer and closer to the event of the year, folks. Music on the Bay, Tampa, Florida, Whiskey Joe's. I cannot wait. March 1st through the 5th. And uh, <clears throat> the countdown is on here at Island Time. All right, let's do some Jeff Dayton right now. This is, like I said, from the new album. It is Sleepy Reggae. Here we go by the ocean, styling and smiling, but smooth tropical vibes. Under the coconut sun, man. Yeah. Sleepy reggae, 
such a sweet slow groove. Sleepy reggae, sleepy reggae, got me in the mood for being lazy, lazy, and getting nothing done. Just easing in the sun, you and me, babe. You and me, babe. Sleepy reggae. Living free. 
y'all. This is Melanie Howe from Drop Dead Dangerous, and you're listening to Island Time Radio. Hey, Dennis King. Cheers, y'all. Most nights come easy. Your memory don't haunt me. I fall into bed without your voice inside my head. And then there's the long ones. When the morning won't ever come, I crawl from this bed remembering all the this bottle and it's a bitter pill to swallow and no matter what I do it's just so all my better angels to drown this demon inside me but right now I drink anything from old Kentucky to Tennessee so I take a
sunshine. Maybe I need to leave this all behind. Maybe my ear's been in a shell too long. Calling out my name in a beautiful song. Maybe it's my soul needing to get away. Maybe it's been all work and no, no play. Maybe I've been waiting for some kind of sign. Cause my heart's tick ticking on island time. Did someone say run? I could have sworn I heard it. Run. Cause that's a magic word. If you want to get me out of here, it ain't going to be with a beer. It's the captain or the cracking that just so happens. Gets my party started when I want one. Did someone say run? Did someone say run? Maybe I'm going out of my damn mind. Maybe I need to cross some latitude lines. Maybe I need just a little taste of salt water splashing on my face. Did someone say rum? I could have sworn I heard it. Rum, cause that's the magic word. If you want to get me out of here, it ain't gonna be with a beer. It's the captain or the cracking that just so happens. Gets my party started when I want one. toes and salt in the air now the only question that i got are we mixing it up or taking some shot did someone say rum i could have sworn i heard it rum cause that's a magic word if you wanna get me out of here it ain't gonna be with a beer it's the captain or the cracking that just so Island, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Island Time Radio Show, DK on duty. That was uh, Jeff Randall, a new trap rocker from FLA, and his new release, which is called Twist of Lime. And did someone say rum? Yes, we'll send that out to uh, Linda, our favorite rum drinker out there. We also had, speaking of booze, Bourbon Vacation from Billy Dean. He's out of Texas Way. And uh, he is friends with Paul Overstreet. 
And he even does a duet with, uh, or a song with him, if you will. I don't know if it's a ballad. I really haven't heard the whole album. Anyway, he does a song with Paul on this album, Billy Dean. And we heard a while ago Jeff Dayton in there with Sleepy Reggae. John Puckett's new one, Let It Go. David Minenberg, Change Your State of Mind. And uh, did we forget anybody? Oh, Parrot Heads in Paradise from Darby Ledbetter. It's all tonight on the Island Time Radio Show. We're getting into home stretch time. Let's do some classic rock. What do you think? This is Poco.
pour me a glass of that fire. I said, Daddy, do you want some ice? He laughed and said, Why you pit that in twice? That day I got some good advice, and now I share it with you. Oh, oh. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Don't do that. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Man, don't put my fire out. Yeah. Hey, hey. Fire. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, man. Don't think twice. That's what we say. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Don't do that. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Yeah. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Man, don't put my fire. You're killing the vibe, man. What am I saying? Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Don't do that. Don't put no water in my whiskey, man. Man, don't put my fire out. Don't do that. He said, don't put I break. 
right, a mighty fine home stretch to the show tonight on Island Time from Florida's 1985 or 86, perhaps. Creola, Jimmy Buffett. That's right. Great song. Love that steel drum uh, solo in that one. We also had uh, Poco, Barbados, Bob Marley, Positive Vibration, Gramps Morgan, who played uh, Meeting of the Minds this past fall with Water in My Whiskey. Bourbon Vacation, Billy Dean, he's out of Texas Way, and Did Someone Say Rum from Florida's Jeff Randall, all on home stretch of the show tonight on the Island Time Radio Show. And guess what? Michael Ernst, I owe you an apology. I did not get my Jim Morris track of the week on, so we, you know what that means? It's going to be a double play next week. That's right. We will do two Jim Morris tracks next week. All right. Fins up, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight to Island Time. We love you, and thank you for joining us. Next week, like I said, we're going to have two, count them, two interviews from our roving reporter, Cindy Muir. We've got Chris Ream, Key West Chris, and Danny Hoy, who are on our show anyway. We, we should have probably made it on the same week with a beer chat. It would have just been all Chris and Danny all night long. But anyway, we're going to do their interview with Cindy and then uh, Sam Rainwater, the rocket scientist slash trap rocker out of Arizona in the second hour next week. Should be a fun show. 